pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Hello, good evening, and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show. My name is Steve Cohen. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And we have no Anne this evening. Where is she? I know where she is. She's in Iceland. She's looking at the Northern Lights, isn't she? I saw that on the Facebook. Is she? Yeah. Has she seen them? Yeah. She's actually observed the Northern yeah, Lights. Yeah, she, well, either that was a stock photo. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realise the Northern Lights had shutter stock. Put it in a poster. Isn't she taking her mum out there? She has taken her mum out there, yeah. She's probably wrapped her in a big stock photo. <laughs> Still, you know, as, as excuses go, that's not a bad one to it's not be right. here, is she it? She did forget. She did just remind us, I think. She's like, oh, by the way, guys, I'm not going to be here next week. Although we forgot you weren't going to be here last week. How exciting. Does that mean it's my turn next week? It does, week? yeah. Although I didn't know, you were talking about being away soon, aren't you? You're going to Canada. I am going to Canada. I'm I didn't know to... that those dates were not in the communal diary. Mm, so. I, haven't had my, I haven't had my yearly appraisal with HR yet. Um, I am going to Canada at the end of the month, roundabout Brexit day. Okay. Roughly then, for Reboot Develop in Banff. You've never been to Canada before, have you? No, have you ever been to Banff before? I've never been to Banff before, no, I do not ski. Mm. Me neither. Well, I do. You, you will. I will. <laughs> That's to. for sure. I'll have to. You'll uh, be on the slopes of Bithel, won't you, and Rami? <laughs> Surely. All Jumping in over each other. suits. Yeah. yeah, just sort of... Tight buns. Uh, parallel turns. It'll be beautiful. I'm very much looking forward to it. And uh, hope to hope to get a chance to go to Toronto or Montreal too, if someone will book us for Marioki there. So amongst the One Life Left listeners, if you're looking for a Marioki party around the end of October, let us know. Email team at onelifeleft.com. How are you doing then? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm still not, I'm still not 100%. I've been... Um yeah, just kidding. I just you know feeling a little bit under the weather. I, I, so I've uh, like for the last two or three weeks, I've been going to bed about nine o'clock okay. every night. That's impressive. When have you been getting up? 
well, that's been very much dependent on my young daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so between half five and quarter past six, okay. generally speaking. That's a, that's a decent amount of sleep. It is decent. Hours. I've become obsessed with uh, sleep tracking. Have you? I have. I've become obsessed. Uh, is this through a smartwatch? Through my watch. So 80, I got 83 sleep score yesterday. I okay. don't know what that means. So good. She just got 7 out of 10, isn't it? Yeah. You still feel rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, breaks down your sleep into uh, light sleep. Okay. REM sleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, deep sleep. Right. And it's important to get a certain amount of... A mix of them. Mm. And then breathing. It breaks down breathing. I got a low score on breathing. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Right? Yeah. So But there sorry. we go, which has limited my uh, game playing time. In fact, uh, yesterday, um, the latest pennant race was running until this morning. Pennant race? On Super Mega ah, Ultimate Baseball okay. 2. I was top of the, t- top of the league. I had to leave it. Got this morning. I've got been ousted, didn't I? By one, by one game. No. I know. I know. So I've come second again in a junior pennant race. So it's awful. Have you won it before? No, no. I thought. I thought this, this week was, was, was going to be my chance. Yeah, it's awful. I know. Sorry. How are you? <laughs> you know, for for a long time, for a long time, uh, I would ask you how you are, mm. and you'd go, "I'm tired." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm very busy and I'm very tired. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really understand. You're just, right. you're just saying that, aren't you? Okay. But mm-hmm. since I started working... Oh, yeah. ...and having a baby... Wow. ...I'm very tired yeah. and I'm very busy. No, yeah. It turns out if you don't do anything... Right. ...if you just spend your time doing nothing, it's not very tiring. But if you do stuff, it's really tiring. How do we get out of this, Steve? Uh, well, I haven't worked it out yet, uh, but I will let you know. Google... I mean, um, keeps recommending news stories to me about retiring early. I <laughs> just <laughs> laugh at it. Yeah, that's definitely not going to be the option for me. Uh, but it is, uh, yeah, it's, I've been having fun. It was the, uh, so it was the first day back teaching today. Okay. Lots first of new students. Right. I mean, I, I How met Freshers Week. Freshers Week. Um, Do you get involved in that as a lecturer? I try not to. Okay. Because it's illegal. Is it? <laughs> no. I try not to because it's a good way of avoiding Freshers Flu. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, as little contact as possible. Right. Uh, and also, I was really officially back today for the first time teaching. teaching. So I had to do six hours of talking um, in a row, which is loads. That is loads. Do you, do you write that? Is that script, like scripted? Do you, no, do you write your... Not no, not really. It's, it's, you know... What was it about today? Then? It was about, um, about platform games generally. So okay. for the first semester, uh, the first years have to make You're a American, platform game. You're American, are you? A group. American yeah, I'm American. <laughs> uh, and they have to make a, uh, make a game. Uh, and so it's a 2D game, and okay. I was kicking them off with a sort of overview of what platforms are and how platform was, games are, and how the these days, uh, what first ever, yeah, Load Runner was it? Don't know. Yeah, but, 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 but you said it with well, authority. This is the thing. What I'm saying is, it's nuanced, isn't it? Like, what is a platform? You know, really, what is a platform? You tell me. That's an hour. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, that was my day. Although I say I did six hours in a row. Mm-hmm. I didn't do six hours in a row. I did. Uh, I took a break for lunch, and there was an incident. Okay. I want to confess to something on air, confess to you and confess to Tesco, <laughs> that there was okay. an incident at lunchtime. And um, let's explain the circumstances. I had uh, 20 minutes at the end. Uh, that's how long I had to get to Tesco and buy, buy lunch. Um, get to Tesco, assess my meal deal opportunities. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, now, for those transatlantic listeners, or indeed trans anywhere listeners who are not familiar with what the meal deal is, uh, you receive... Uh, a sandwich. A sandwich. A crisps. A crisps. And a drink. <laughs> and a drink. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a main course, a snack. <laughs> and, and accompanying wine uh, to go with it. Uh, so I was, I was picking my, uh, my main course. Tesco's, and what is that? Is that 3 max, is it? Or? It's, uh, it's actually three quid for the is meal it? deal there, yeah. The one Tesco I was at. Three quid for the meal deal, um, which I think is very good value. Very reasonable. Especially when you consider most of the sandwiches... About two fifty or three quid. Coconut um, juice, which I do like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's two pounds on its own. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And have you discovered in Tesco's that they sometimes have the snacks? The snacks can be found in different parts. They of the were. St- right? They were today. Okay. You can mm. get uh, cake that that uh, uh, saurine loaf. You put yeah, right. Already buttered. <laughs> Saves you time and money. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> So, um, so I went to Tesco, assessed, assessed the meal deal opportunities, found my sandwich straight away, mozzarella and tomato, it's about £2.50 or something. Okay. Went to the snack section, different mm. part of the store. Um, spotted uh, some popcorn. Right. Sweet and salty. Okay. Bit of both. Yeah, uh, I, mean, that, I would say that describes it. It comes in about, uh, you know, one pound. Uh, on its own, right. but the meal deal already three fifty, already already winning. Yeah. So a drink, free free choice, isn't it? Don't it have is. to think yeah, about it here. now. Typically, um, I'll take a bottle of water. Why not? Healthy mm. healthy choice. Take the most expensive. I've, I did, and look, I've got it in my hand here. Oh, life water, life, life water, life water. You know, it's it's uh, pH balanced because I'm not a monster. Right. So, <laughs> you know, keep things in balance. So okay. um, that's my meal deal right now. What would what price would you put on this? That's going to be about a quid. quid it's quid probably 50. a quid ten or something. Yeah, quid twenty. Right. So, so we're up to what three seventy? Uh, no, sorry, more than that. Four. You saw th- four seventy. Them coming. Four seventy. Yeah. Three quid meal deal done. Yeah. Got in the queue slightly too long. Bit of a mix up with the self checkout. Like people not going to that. You know, but it's all a bit of a nightmare. Managed to drop a bottle of water. Uh, like was carrying some other stuff as well. I just put it in my hands, put the bottle of water in my pocket, got to the queue, got to the uh, self-checkout, mm-hmm. checked out. All seemed uh, slightly more expensive than it should have been, but I just wanted to get out at this point. It seemed about 50p over what I thought it would be. Right. Uh, got out, left, got down the road, got back to my office, nicked the bottle of water, hadn't I? Shut up. Shoplifted. Wow. Five-finger discount. Got in my pocket, completely forgotten about it. Okay. Hadn't scanned it. So you checked out your, your sandwich and Checked your out my sandwich and my snack. Right, not the bottle of water. So I nicked this bottle of water. It's stolen property. Stolen property, but because my meal deal didn't register, I meant I paid £3.50. Yeah, the, the, you know, the, the, right... Yes, you can rationalise that as I'm, you like. I'm not rationalising it. It's, I'm irrationaling it. It was irrational theft because I've paid more and done the bad bit of a crime, which is the guilt. So do you feel bad about it? Yeah, I feel do terrible. You? I do genuinely feel terrible. Well, what are you going to do? Because I'm going to go it? back to Tesco. Okay. I'm going to confess. Right. So if you don't see me next week, I'm in court. Okay. Are you yeah. going to confess to the self-service machine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> going to go and go tap the button until yeah. you, have, <laughs> you have something to... Uh, Something to talk about? Yes, I don't know. I'm going to confess and go and also can I have my 50p back. Well, exactly. Yeah. Wow, Steve, no, it's very been brave quite of you day. to admit that. Live on air. It's a good job there was no news. There is no news. So what are we going to do about that? Well, I was just having a little flick through uh, Eurogamer. 
Uh, it also appears that they've not bothered to write any news. Well, you know, we uh, we changed. You weren't here last week, so the news has been scaled back anyway. Right. Okay. Well, it's been scaled back to, to three now. It's three it? stories, and then it's a bit of a sort of anything else to talk about. So all we need to do is find three headlines. Okay. <coughs> Troy Baker. Well, hold on. Okay. Sorry. Well, do the news jingle. It's 7.11 on Monday the 30th of September. I'm Simon Byron and this is Anne's News. I mean, it should be. Uh, Troy Baker said, I didn't voice Reese in Borderlands 3 because Gearbox wouldn't go union. I never said no. Speaking to VG247, the voice actor said he wanted to reprise his role as Reese, the boss of the Atlas Corporation from Telltale's much-loved Tales from the Borderlands series, but he was prevented from doing so because of Gearbox's position on the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, there you go. Um, it's not the only bit of union news. Well, this is, that's why I picked it, actually. Uh, very clever. So, first of all, um, that's someone else having a pop at Gearbox and Randy Pitchford, isn't it? There's a lot of that about. Yes. That game's doing okay, though, isn't it? I've heard... It's absolutely on the list, included on the list of games I've got no interest Zero in. Zero interest. None it does not whatsoever. move the needle at all for no. me. But it's not for us, is it? Is it not? It's for, I, as I understand it from reading reviews and from talking to people, it is aimed squarely at uh, the sort of audience that likes Deadpool okay. Like it's funny jokes about shooting and it's sort of ironic and it's very base humour. Not like us, sophisticates. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, but it does appear to be doing very well. They reckon uh, that it was more successful than Borderlands 2. Mm. Which, uh, you know, I don't know, I guess must have been successful in its yeah, own Yeah, so good, good for them. Okay, so that's why Troy didn't do that. But in other union news... Kickstarter. The Kickstarters. So Kickstarter's been, uh, you know, there was a bit of fuss a couple of weeks ago when they fired two employees who were instrumental in or trying to set up a, a union at Kickstarter. And I believe the first wave of stories were them saying, no, 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 they were fired for other reasons. It was nothing to do with the union stuff, which would be bad. It's bad to fire people. For, I think it's illegal yeah. to fire people for starting well, a union. Exactly. Uh, but they said, no, 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 they missed the targets and, you know, they, there's other reasons we fired them. Um but this week, the Kickstarter CEO came out with a statement saying... It seemed quite a rude statement, quite yeah, aggressive saying, statement. Just so you know, we did fire them for those reasons, but actually, we don't want a union, no interest in doing it, and we'll do everything we can to stop having a union. Right. Mm. So that means that I've seen a lot of chat uh, about people not, not backing stuff on Kickstarter anymore. I've seen a lot of chat about that, but I can't imagine... Again, it will move the needle for them. Where are you going to buy your hidden switch docks from? I would not buy those. Where are you going to buy yours from? I've bought that one. I bought it. So that's from Kickstarter. Because it happened before this. <laughs> right, okay. But you're not going to go back to the self-checkout on Kickstarter and go... I'm not going to say that, no. No, no, no. Because no, it's already paid for. Yeah. So the, so you've used Kickstarter quite a lot, haven't you? Uh, yes, I have. And we've both... So, well, I've started two projects on there right. uh, in I the past. Would you go? Would you do it again? What uh, launch project? Yes, absolutely not. No. Is that because of this or other reasons? I've got no ideas left. <laughs> <laughs> I um, 
do you know, so I, I uh, the, the other thing is, I've launched a lot of Kickstarters in my previous life. Yep. Part of an agency. Um, I launched uh, the uh, the crowdfunding. It wasn't Kickstarter, I don't think, initially, or maybe it was, uh, for Star Citizen. Did you? I did, yeah. That's which is on up to, you. Which is up to about 25 million. That's on you. Did it with Chris Roberts, who, you know, I was a little bit in awe of, really wanted to meet the guy anyway. Um, yeah, it's up, it's up to millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of pounds. Uh, because I'm so good at business... How much did you say it was? What? I, what what's How the crowdfunding up to? Yeah, it's about currently. 25 million. Is 25 it? million. Is that, your, is that your guess? Yeah, go on. In what currency? Dollars. It's actually up to $212 million dollars <laughs> with more than 2.2 million backers. I charged him £1,000 for, <laughs> for me to do that. Good. I know. You can't take that back, can you? That's yours. Home that free. is mine. Yeah, yeah. So I'm good at business. Um... So yeah, there's a, and then there's that side of things as well. So I'm not, mm. not doing no more. Hmm. What about you? I think that um, I think that it after that statement by them, it's hard to imagine using them for anything again. So would you use Indiegogo or Fig? <laughs> I don't think I'd use Indiegogo. Although I don't really know much about this, but this seems to be looking at Indiegogo projects. I don't know. I don't know enough of this, enough about this. I think generally I'd stay away from crowdfunding for video games for other reasons at the moment. Anyway, it places an awful lot of pressure on creators unless you have the product ready to ship um, before you do the crowdfunding, which almost, you know, uh, takes away the point of crowdfunding in the first place. But there's other reasons why you might want to do it. Unless you have the product ready to ship, you end up putting a lot of pressure on your shoulders from people who don't know about how video games are made. And that is tough psychologically i mean ask chris roberts <laughs> it must be hard for him mustn't it i think uh yeah you know what's he gonna do with all of that i mean theoretically he's making a game right it's not out yet is it do you know when it's coming out oh no. i can see here from the wikipedia su- summary squadron 42 which is not the game no, it's the but it's the yeah. spin-off yeah. is scheduled for release in 2020 no sign of a release Oh, Star Citizen. Maybe okay. we should do a Kickstarter there if it's that easy. <laughs> Kojima says you'll be able to hear Death Stranding's creepy jar baby through the creepy Death Stranding PS4 controller. According to Hideo Kojima, you can hear his voice coming out of the creepy Death Stranding controller that comes with the Death Stranding limited edition PlayStation 4. The babies in Death Stranding are dubbed BBs, that is, they're bridge babies. They are used to bridge the world of the dead and the real world in the game and are carried around in jars with a, what Eurogamer describes a wee coloured fluid. <laughs> <laughs> are there any, there'd be other phrases for that, wouldn't there? What is going on with that game, Simon? Well, uh, I love Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. I've, 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 I, every time I see the phrase Death, I, death Stranding, I've, I've just got n- no, in, it's, I've just, I don't care for some see, reason. See, I thought we talked about this on the show with uh, you and I, uh, sorry, me with Anne about this, and I think she said you were in. I'm not in, no, she was lying to you, Steve. Was she? Um, but, you know, uh, he keeps coming out with this stuff. I saw that, uh, you know, friends of the show, churches are on the Death Stranding album. Well, they're not just on the album, are they? Are they not? Are they they're in the game. Are they in the, are they in the game? Are Anyone they? who's visited Kojima during the process of this... Gets had, in the game? They've had themselves scanned in. Have they? So I believe... Oh, wow. They're in the game. Good for them. 
Uh, are you interested in this? Death Stranding? Yeah. I'm interested in it as a, uh, as a, as a thing. I don't think I'm very interested in playing it. I mean, for a start, we talked about this before the show, but you have to switch your PlayStation on, and that seems that. a lot of effort. Exactly. But uh, I am interested in the cultural effect of this game. I'm interested to see whether it works, whether this sort of scale of... of I don't want to call it artistic endeavour, but this scale of project uh, is going to be successful. Do you think it will work? They're going to throw a lot of money at the well, marketing, yeah, Well, exactly, it's difficult to know. Sony do um, big-budget narrative single-player games very, very well indeed. Uh, in fact, that's, I believe, they, uh, their... Niche, well, to call it a niche is wrong because it's the opposite. That's an enormously popular mm-hmm. console. But that, sorry, that's, that, that's the USP. Those, these are the types of games that you are currently unable to get on other formats. Yeah. Um, and this is one of them. Whether it worked, I don't know. They've just given him the freedom to go off and do what it, well, it looks from the outside. Mm-hmm. They've given him the freedom to go off and do whatever he wants, spend however much he wants to do um, on this, from what I can only see, is a ludicrously self-obsessed project. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't mm. know. Will it work? The PlayStation nerds love Kojima. So to a subset of them, that he, he had to work very little to appeal to them in the first place whether it will go much wider I do not know I haven't found a third story actually Steve what about uh, Joy-Con Drift Class Action Lawsuit expands to include Switch Lite issues writes Garmasutra.com the class action lawsuit accusing Nintendo of distributing defective controllers has been amended to take, take in similar issues with the recently released Switch Lite into account have you seen a Switch Lite? I have, for the first time the Beautiful other day. Beautiful little things, aren't they? Well, I wouldn't go that far. I'd say it was my, nice in real life than I thought it was uh, in pictures. I still think it's got quite a chunky bezel around okay. it. It's a little bit plasticky. Right. Uh, but I thought the colour scheme was nice. It was yellow, one I yeah. saw. Um, D-pad's good. Is it? Yes. I didn't use it. Do you have one? No. See, okay. the thing is, even I... Even cannot you. justify a couple of people in the office have got them and they've gone oh, and I'm like god yeah god be amazing to you know because the thing I can't you know my bag's not big enough for a, for a, for a normal switch is it it must be great to have one that you can carry around right. um I think the screen's lovely however I struggle to read stuff on a on a bigger screen on yeah. on, in, on in handheld sometimes and so you know compressing it down it's not Super small, is it? No, but it's smaller. It's it only like slightly bigger than a Vita. Uh, the screen, you're right, right, like, right, right. Maybe half an inch bigger. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, when I, you know, as an old man, I've got to lift my glasses up on some games to read what's going on, um, and so to um, compound that, I don't know. It's maybe not something I'd be interested in doing. I, maybe if it was easier to um, game share, uh, I'd be potentially tempted. Um, but as it stands, not for me. But the thing is, of course, you know, I've attempted to repair a Joy-Con once. That mm-hmm. blue one's you in have. the bin. Um, I, at home, have a can of WD-40 contact spray, which I underneath my, underneath my, my, my Joy-Con flaps <laughs> yep. now and again when they're drifting a little. Um, that helps there. But uh, yes, but, you know, sure, we've realised that there can be problems with them and yet we've accepted that we've been able to buy replacements. You can't do that with a Switch Lite. 
Mm. So um, that's definitely, and I sent that link to a colleague of mine when I said to him, what are you going to do when they start drifting? He said, don't, so go on, if it happens so soon. He said, well, I've got a two-year warranty. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Mm. You're not part of the class action lawsuit then? I'm not, no, because I don't have one. Could I be? What no, do I need to... This is, a, this is for... It's expanded to include the Switch Lite. This is for all of the... No, no. Uh, no. I, I, uh, as, far as, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, despite the fact that they've done some wrong, they can do no wrong in my eyes. Right. Um, do we have any other news stories? Uh, some bits and pieces. I'll just put on the theme again, just okay. in case we... The, well, they're bringing out an auto chess game. Uh, for Switch. What is auto chess? Do you know? How convenient. So, today, so I've read about auto chess before. Okay. Do you know about auto chess? No, I genuinely don't. That's why I'm asking you. Right. So, auto chess is a new genre or subgenre which I believe span out of, I think, this is where my knowledge gets shaky, maybe Dota 2. Do you know much about any of those guys? I don't know. No. Leo Tan knows about that sort of thing. Right. So, I believe. Um, it's a sort of game where you get the characters, the champions from them, you array a kind of little army of them, and then rather than clicking everywhere and setting them off to, you know, to different parts of the screen, you just let them battle against each other. So I'll pick a little gang of people, yeah, and you'll pick a little gang of people, okay, and we'll throw them at each other, and then one of us will win. Right. Right? That sounds like fun. Doesn't it? Right? Like... I was like, oh, when I read about this, I was like, that is quite clever because it takes, you know, the League of Legends and Dota um, characters and it takes that form almost, but it simplifies it, um, which has always been the thing that's put me off playing League and Dota is like looking at it, it's just bewildering. There's so much going on, so many things to watch. It's not clear what you've got to do and everyone is so mean, right? Right. This simple version, great, get it completely. Anyway, today... When I was at university, I saw a third year playing this game. Okay. And I was like, oh, is that, is that auto chess? He explained to me how it works. I was like, oh, this is auto chess. More like granddaddy yeah, says. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, it was bewildering. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it turns out they haven't really simplified it. All they've done is taken away the bits where where you can control directly where the character is. There's still so many layers. So for it me sounds to like a. Like a like to like like a one half of tower defense times two yeah sort of is that right there's definitely tower defense uh, lineage in there um but i was saying to him like why hasn't someone isn't there a version of this for like switch like and i didn't mean necessarily this but it was like a simplified thing that takes this basic rule set of you know you pick a you know it's it's chess but it plays out yourself you pick an army that you think is going to be strong you issue some strategies to this and then you put it out into the world and someone does the same you watch it unfold i think those uh you know totally accurate battle simulator and stuff takes something of this as well people like watching situations unfold and then tweaking stuff and seeing other mm. stuff happen so what's is this is this based on a franchise or is it do, do, do. Let me tell you, young Steve. Uh, I've scrolled away from it. I don't know, there's a feature here saying which is the best auto chess game for, for you. <laughs> for me. Um, so it's another Dota word, auto chess. Isn't it? It's a thing. It's one. It's a thing that's. Dota Underlords is another. Yep. Auto chess. Yep. This article writes itself. <laughs> Team Fight Tactics. 
Right. Is one. What's that based on? From Riot. Yeah, that's the League one. So that's the one the guy was playing uh, today. Okay, that's it. So that, which is the best for you? There are four of them. Okay, so I thought there was a simple one coming to Switch, but you can't find that story. That's the one that's gone now. It's gone, yeah, gone, it's gone, gone. elsewhere. Um, that's it for the news, Steve. Okay, well, thanks very much. You're welcome. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Typically, this would be the part of the show where we play some music. Mm-hmm. I haven't picked any out because, you know, we've been doing stuff. So... Uh, what are the options? Uh, well, the option is the first one I've downloaded. Okay. Uh, which is Sofa Spartan, and it's called Ethereal. Uh, let's, uh, let's hope it doesn't have any swears. <laughs> Sofa Spartan. This is Ethereal. It's from chipmusic.org, uh, where we get all of our brilliant chip music from. You should go there and listen to this. Have you been digging out the letters? I've just been uh, review- Well, just seeing how many we've got. And the, answer, the answer is three. Three? Mm-hmm. That is more than two. <laughs> but, but fewer than... Uh, seven? Yeah, also true. All right, uh, let's kick on with the letters theme, which I think is this. Thank you very much it's for your three thing. letters. Is it? We could do this. No, we want to do the, do the letters. That'll teach me not to be wearing headphones, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for your letters, Ben Hallwright. Hello, team. Possibly plus a super special guest, sadly not. I've been a little confused when writing this email as I'm not sure when I'll actually hear it given the delay in the podcast release schedule. From what I understand, if you're listening to this episode live, then the episode from two weeks ago with Jack Attridge as SSG will be released as this episode finishes at 8pm. But if you're listening via podcast, then you've already had a week to listen to that episode. In which case, were you as confused as I was when Steve said he played Link's Awakening on his snizz? Wait, that might be the episode that's going to be released on Thursday. I need to lie down. Look forward to hearing your response in two weeks' time. Cheerio, Ben. Did and you say to the past? Yeah, that's what you would have said. No, you wouldn't have made that mistake. I definitely did. What you made? The, they made that mistake. I said awakening on the snares. I meant a link to the past. Wait, I'm terribly confused now. So, Link's Awakening is that the Game Boy one? It is now. Ah, There's a no, way out of the this. Switch. There's a way out of this. Go on. 
you could say you were playing it as part of the Game Boy adapter you could get on the SNES. I was doing that. Of course you were. Yeah. So, more for you, Ben. Thanks. Ah. Have you reviewed Link's Awakening? No, but I told Scants to buy it. Did you? Uh, physical, mm-hmm. so that I could play it uh-huh. after she was done Very with good. it. Very good. Well, actually, what you should have done is come see me earlier, because um, I just flogged it for 30 quid. <laughs> but why would I have done that? Because this way I'm getting it for free. I suppose so, yeah. But then, mm. okay. Yeah, I um, I mean, I loved it on right. Game Boy. Yep. I'm not playing it again. I just, I've got to maybe like the fifth or sixth dungeon, uh-huh. and... Like, it's really annoying. Ah. Because like, all the enemies re- regenerate. Uh, it's, right. uh, you know, oh, I have to go. Like, there's loads of back and forth. Sniper Elite 3 is out tomorrow. Is it? <laughs> so They're very similar games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I flogged it to Digby. Did you? What they've, what they've realised at work is that if they just wait a couple of weeks, I yeah. will sell my... But it, <laughs> it works for me because it means I get to play them for, t- for two weeks for a tenner. Tenner, which seems right. Everyone's That's happy. all right. Everyone's yeah. happy, Steve. Do you, do you claim the Switch uh, points for them as well? I did. You know what? I don't normally do, but I thought Digby was getting a hell of a bargain this morning. <laughs> so I did. I got. I, I pushed 50, I got, I got 50, 50 points, which yeah. uh, was a little bit stingy, I yeah. thought. Mm, well. Still. Still, Digby's not getting them. <laughs> He's not getting those. He's not. Steve, right. do you have a letter? Uh, I don't currently, but I can find one if you just give me one second, because okay. I saw one coming in from Chris Conroy, and that letter is this. Dear team and SSG, the current incoming crop of young Formula One drivers are starting their professions earlier than ever and are, like many in the entertainment industry, very aware of their engagement through social media channels. Unlike the carefully curated Instagram feed of hashtag blessed brand Hamilton, racers like Max Verstappen and Lando Norris can be found running their own Twitch channels. After all, what's more relaxing after a weekend of perilous racing at 200 miles per hour than rushing home to live stream your own online sim racing exploits? It's a bit like driving 300 miles up the A1 and then playing Daytona USA at service station only with more private jets and Monaco residences. Do you have any favourite Twitchers? Any famous online celebrity spots? Know anyone who Twitches a video game version of the exact same job they do the rest of the time? Your career cloning correspondent, Chris Conroy. Well, obviously being a 47-year-old man, I do not watch Twitch uh, as part of my leisure. That's the problem, isn't it? I mean, you're not a 47-year-old man, Steve, but you're talking... Never, never uh, knowingly watched Twitch. Uh, No, I have tried to Twitch like a couple of times but I found it it just doesn't fit in with my lifestyle no it doesn't fit in with my it's not Twitch's fault no it's not my fault no No, whose fault is it no no one's no one's fault Um, Uh, but um, in terms of the famous lot so Deli Ali uh, and um, he was he was always streaming Fortnite wasn't he and I liked that. Was he? I liked the fact he was doing that. Did you see? Um, it's obviously I know very little about football, clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, did you see Jofra Archer uh, when he was playing in the World Cup for England? Or maybe it was the Ashes. I think it's the World Cup. Uh, got into his hotel room and started tweeting at. I don't know, Radisson or whoever it was. There was no <laughs> HDMI port on his TV, so he couldn't play Fortnite. Excellent. <laughs> did got, he did he get it resolved? It got it, it got resolved. Okay, good for you. Eventually, <laughs> it popped up. It was great, and we won the World Cup. So well, exactly, yeah, um, yeah. And I would imagine the footballers all tweet FIFA, um, a game I'm skipping this year. Are you? How disgust? Why is that? Well, because they, the Switch version is um, is literally just new uh, teams and a couple of new stadiums. 
It's, it's called the Legacy Edition. Okay. Legacy Edition. It's not priced like the Legacy Edition. Is it's it still forty-four ninety-nine on the eShop. Is it not? Okay. Greg, um, sh- oh, sorry, go on. So I think I think our favourite. I think officially our favourite Twitcher is Kiwo. And of course, Kiwo, uh, who uh, I believe uh, attends Marioki right. regularly and loves it. So big know, up Kiwo. Brand brand loyalty yep. in it. Exactly. Greg Strauss writes to the team and SSG. In the run-up to Death Stranding, I've started going through Hideo Kojima's non-Metal Gear games like Police Noughts and Snatcher. Since there has never been a modern re-release of Snatcher, my only options were either getting an original copy on a Sega CD for exuberant prices or just downloading a ROM online and playing it on an emulator. Since downloading ROMs online leans heavily towards piracy, the video game industry has been extremely hostile towards emulation with companies taking legal action against emulators and ROM websites. Of course, I'd love to give these nice people money for a re-release, but I often have to rely on emulation to play old games if an original copy is out of reach for me. How do you feel about emulation, and do you think the industry should be doing more to preserve and re-release old games so we don't have to rely on emulators? Grey. Grey? Grey? Greg. He's signed off Grey. But his name's Greg. It's called Grey at Marioki because uh, I once read his name wrong off the card. There you go. Okay. Well, there's a little secret message, a little joke for you and him there. Grey. So uh, I have a good thing to say about this. Let's hear it. And it's timed well for the end of the letters section okay. as well because I was going to I was going to say we should talk about this. Um, you and I both have habits of sometimes being caught up into the enthusiasm of a new piece of tech or an exciting piece of tech or something that we really want and we don't know why. Yep. So that happened memorably with the SNES Classic, didn't it? <laughs> yep. We were there on air. You yep. find the show somewhere yep. about a year ago or something. Yep. Booking our, pre-ordering our SNES yep. Classics, yep. which you then unpreordered. Did unpreorder. I didn't. Okay. Because I thought we were in this together. Yep. And as soon as my back was turned, you were like, sucker, cancelled it. I've got my... SNES pre-order mm-hmm. set up at university actually well, occasionally, you go, occasionally play it You're a little welcome. bit You're yeah, welcome. it's alright it's, I reckon I've had value for money out of that uh, have you bought any of the other classics? Yep, I bought the PlayStation Classic. Me too. Well, it, it went down to twenty nine ninety nine. Me too. From the Argos. <laughs> Me too. Right. Um, so that arrived last month okay. uh, and I've had it in the box ever since then because I've been waiting for uh, a memory card and a USB so I can hack it. Okay. As again, mm. this is a show of confessions. It really it? is. Right. It's a, Good it's, for you, it's, Steve. It's just come clean. Yeah. It's like asking for this crime to be taken into account as well by Tesco. <laughs> Do you feel good? Now it's out there? Uh, my conscience is, is, uh, is clearing. Um, so I uh, decided that what I wanted was... So the PlayStation Classic comes with 20 bundled games. Uh... Of those 20, which ones are interesting to you? Metal Gear Solid. Of course. Uh, Jumping Flash. Really not as good as you remember it. Mm-hmm. Neither's Destruction Derby. Right. Um, that's about it. Mr. Driller. Oh, Mr. Driller, of course. Yeah, like a bit of Mr. Yeah, Driller. Yeah, yeah. But there aren't a lot, honestly, on, no. the, on, the, on the PlayStation Classic that I, I'm interested in. What I'm interested in is creating... Uh, what amounted to my very first, uh, very very important console. Like I wanted to recreate my uh, PlayStation that I had Boom. from twenty years ago. I can hear that noise again, isn't yeah, it? It was quite cool. The first time I switched it on, which the first time I switched it on was with the USB stick in that was shortly to hack it. No, it it didn't know what was no, going to happen. No, no. It was just like, hi, Steve. Yeah. Hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burning. Right. 
So, um, yeah, followed the instructions online on how to place uh, ROMs. Not ROMs, are they? They're ISOs or yeah, BIN yeah. files yeah. on there. Now, I have all of these games. Of course you did. That's the whole point. I'm trying to recreate the thing. They don't actually, fit in a PlayStation Classic, do they? That's the problem. I have the whole... The whole um, I have the PlayStation somewhere in a box somewhere with the games in a box yeah. as well. But this is smaller, isn't it? It is smaller. And I wanted, to, I wanted it all, all there. Um, yeah, you, you, you want to be able to play the games out uh, swapping discs, do you? I don't want to have to get up to turn my PlayStation on. So I did that. It's quite easy. Put all the old games on it. All of them? All of the ones that I had, which were. Well, mm-hmm. I can try and remember them all. And you can tell Perhaps me whether they're the good rapper. or not. Parappa the Rapper, obviously, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Um Jamalami, mm-hmm. second of all. Yeah. Um Jamalami became the first game, first video game showed to my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. She was she not it? interested right. at all. Uh, Pocket Fighter. Oh, uh, yeah. Puzzle Bobble 2. Mm-hmm. Point Blank, although I knew it wouldn't work. Yeah. Mm, Get some little guns. Dance Dance Revolution, Euromix edition. Okay. Um, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Already on there. Already on there. Put it on there twice. Good choice. No one can stop Mr. Domino. Okay. That was one of the Sony Japan. Didn't understand it when I had it no. 20 years ago. Don't understand it now. Okay. Uh, V2000, the David Braben follow up to Virus. Oh, yeah. Again, completely no. bewildering. Uh, Tank Racer. Okay, that's a new one on me. I believe it was a Kuju, early Kuju, uh, racing tanks around I mean, the place. I mean, that's, that was what the name would imply. Yeah, I think so. Well, no, I, I absolutely loved it back in the day. Running Wild. Okay, that was the... Animals yeah, running, yeah, like, 3D. racing. Yeah. yeah, basically for furries before furries okay. were... A th- well, yeah. before I knew furries were yeah. a thing. Maybe they were a thing. Probably were, weren't they? Interesting. Uh, cool Borders 2. Yep. And maybe that is it. Did they all run okay? Bishy Bashy Special and Incredible Crisis. Of course, yeah. Now, Incredible Crisis uh, arrived well into my edge time, same as Vib Ribbon, which is also on there. But I really like the way this was a mix of games that are kind of uh, informed by my time at edge. You know, hipsterish titles. Oh, I love Incredible Crisis, big fan of it. And also just... I gave you the T-shirts. Stuff too, like Tank... You absolutely did. Still wear it. <laughs> uh, getting closer in appearance to the man on the cover of that <laughs> exactly, T-shirt every yeah. day. Uh, uh, I like th- and things like Tank Racer which are just the sort of stuff that someone who doesn't know about video games you go oh, I love racing, racing tanks like don't tanks know if it's like, and like then racing. genuinely absolutely enjoying it you okay. know because Do they all run okay because I found that oh, well I, I, I was like brilliant I can stick all of the games I own yeah. on there owned all of them so this isn't a crime own as far as I know owned own currently uh, yep um, stick them on there uh, I got as far as putting uh, I, put, I put quite a few on there, but I was like, okay, brilliant, let's play Proper the Rapper. And then for a rhythm action game that, that relies on timing, it, I found it impossibly difficult, and I wasn't sure that was the game, me, or the emulation. Agreed. So, um, Parappa, which I love unconditionally, has some conditions attached to my love for it, which is that it isn't that great a rhythm action no, game, no. Uh, but survives on goodwill. Yep. And... I was fairly sure it was out of sync when I was playing it, but equally, when I used to play it 20 years ago, I was also fairly sure <laughs> it was out of sync mm. um, through, but in a slightly different way. I right. think it. I think it's. I think it doesn't work. Um, yeah. But certainly, the action games that I was playing were working fine, absolutely eh? fine. No, and great. I believe, from what I've read on Reddit, 
uh, where I learned how to hack this thing, that actually the emulation program that they're using is better than the one that's the open source one that Sony have used. Uh, okay. Because apparently that's what's going on inside the hood yeah. of the PlayStation Classic because well, they're the, just using an open source PlayStation emulator. Yeah, yeah, drive, of course, yeah. of course, of course. Crazy. Um, I did. I like the hardware. I thought it was cute. Like, yeah. And, and uh, you know, it was simple to use. It did feel like a PlayStation. The buttons. It's, it's felt, odd with the with the leads, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, well. I guess the thing that I immediately realised as soon as I unboxed it was, oh, God, more cables yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And that's the problem with those joy pads yeah, is, like, yeah. suddenly you're like, oh, God, I've got to put it away. Um, and I don't know how much I'll use it. I, I will probably use it for demonstration purposes at university again because it is a nice way to show games as they were. The, what I realised was all the students coming in this year were born after <laughs> the year, <laughs> after that era. Right. Yeah. Wow, they never know. Do you know, not to tangent too much here, but do you know what what game I showed them today? Which left, which so I had pictures of lots of uh, platformers, three D, some some three D platformers on there. I showed them Blinks, the Time Sweeper, right, Microsoft blimey, attempt, first Xbox, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, doing a mascot yeah. for the Xbox. They did not. I'm not surprised. They did not. Obviously, I mean, I, I wonder how many people who were around in that time would know Blinks, yeah. the Time Sweeper. But the thing. Um, just to continue this emulation discussion slightly, is that the thing that um, has recently hit home for me is that, is that, you know, like, sure, it's great. You can buy the SNES, you can hack the mini SNES, you can hack it, mm. PlayStation Classic, do that too. But actually, um, with what they've just done with uh, the SNES games on the Switch, which are, you don't need to do any hacking, you do yeah. need to pay £20 a year or £34, £32 if it, for the family account, Steve. Mm, that's what I've course. got for my family. Don't you worry about it, guys. Um, just the ease, just the ease of it makes makes up for me wanting to play Super Mario on any, on anything else. Like, brilliant! You give mm. me them, I'll pay for them. Yes, uh, like f- incredibly happy to do that. So I think um, even though I already own them, well, I think the thing about those sort of subscription services is it gives you an excuse to buy something that you wouldn't buy individually because those games have been accessible. I'm not sure about SNES, but certainly the NES stuff. I'm not interested in the, in the NES stuff. Would you have bought Super Mario for a fiver on Switch if probably. it was just... Yeah, probably. I don't think I would have okay. done... I, I think having them as part of a Netflix-style library where it's just like, oh, cool, there's the stuff I'm getting for free that I've not thought about playing before. Uh, Including Link's Awakening. Yes, as I believe it's called. <laughs> All right, um, shall we get on with the reviews? It's been a lot of us talking, Steve. We should put some music on. We should do, but that means I've got to find some. That a... noise you hear, that is, is everyone right. going, okay, listen. Let's, yeah, yeah, just a little exhale. Okay. What we're going to do is we are going to play um, Sunday Sketch by Solstrin. Solstrin. Uh, again, it's from chipmusic.org. And again, I uh, really hope it's got no swears.
you're listening to One Life Left and Resonance 104.4 FM. Do you want to do that in the review section, Simon, or separately? I don't mind, you know. I was just, uh, just, I was just interested in your just opinions on it. See whether you talked about it last week, because you know what, with the podcast not going up, it's hard to tell. Hard to tell. All right, let's talk about it in the review section. Simon, what have you been playing? Well, I can't talk about that in the review section because the whole point is I've not played it. But um, oh, okay. the thing I have been playing though, uh, along with. Uh, Super Mega Ultimate Baseball 2 is so good. Is it's it? so good. Kate says, <laughs> if I'm playing it, she can hear it. I, I'm playing it and then I'll, like, I'll, I'll maybe swing at a ball that I shouldn't do. And yeah. I say, I say I'm like, oh, that's stupid. I'm super surprised you're still playing it. It's I really, really, really good. Okay. Uh, for, you know, dipping in and out of yeah, yeah. a couple of games before your early night. Um, start playing of the weekend. Uh, grid on the Switch. Really? Yes. Okay. Um... Switch, you know, famously doesn't have any decent, serious racers. Mm. My channel's been furious about this sort of thing, <laughs> I, I imagine. <laughs> um, you know, it's had a couple of mobile ports and, you know, and some kart games have been very good. I really like Crash, which is like Mario Kart. Um, but in terms of serious uh, racers, it's been a little lacking. Mm. Um, Codemasters announced that they were bringing Grid to Switch, which it, I, I'm not too familiar with the grid series um uh and this one seems slightly out because they've also bringing a new version out on ps4 or what have you anyway this is uh, was billed as uh multi-discipline racing uh you know play anywhere right click um and uh yeah it's a really impressive uh switch get like often these uh, when they bring games across to switch you you know you're at the mercy of whoever's porting them and we've had some excellent uh ports um and we've had some terrible ones and um uh you know those what those bad ones i mentioned mutant year zero uh, just leave a, ma- a massive taste uh, a bad taste in my mouth and make you reluctant to um to jump in and take a chance on these anyway i'd read nothing but good things about it and uh, it's really really impressive as a, as a handheld i play predominantly handheld um Racing game, uh, yeah, uh, uh, unlike anything I've seen before. Um, what's particularly nice about it, apart from the you know the range of options uh, in terms of what you can race, uh, career mode, etc., control systems. You do gyro. No one does gyro. Mm-hmm. Um, you can um, obviously the switch doesn't have an analog trigger, so you can have the controller. You have the acceleration brake on the right stick, which you know I don't I don't play with. I do that for trials, but not for this. But in terms of the graphical options, uh, I've not seen anything quite like it. You can choose to uh, have the visuals, you know, good enough, but to conserve your battery. So okay. uh, you can have like sort of normal visuals or you can down- uh, that's running you know, broadly speaking at 60 frames a second. Um, or you can download a high res texture pack and opt to have it running at 30, but really, really beautiful. And you can sw- switch between them pretty much on the fly. How interesting. Um, and so, yeah, you know, we've seen racing games before that have, you know, had inconsistent frame rates, have, have sort of stuttered below the 30. This way you can choose. And, um, yeah, I'm early into my career, uh, but uh, thoroughly enjoying it. And so, yeah, it's not something that I'm going to be playing obsessively hour after hour, but it's something that you just want to dip into now and again. I can see it uh, being on my Switch for a very long time. So, yeah, thor- thoroughly recommended. Good job. I will never, never play that. No, it's great. If you, if you, yeah, you want a decent racing game? I don't. Oh, okay. I don't like racing. Unless it's in futuristic cars and it's F-Zero. Right, okay. But well, this isn't or that. Or if it's Mario Kart, I like that. 
It's not that. Okay. Well, you know. Nonetheless, <laughs> seven out of ten. <clears throat> uh, okay, I have been playing. I love you, Colonel Sanders. I love you. Is it out? A finger licking good. <laughs> is it uh, out? So it's obviously out then. Dating simulator. It is out. It is out. How's it done? Uh, I don't know because I played it. I played it quite early. There were not many Steam reviews up when I played it. Um, so, I love you, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Is a dating game, uh, structurally a dating game, so uh, a visual novel of sorts where you make very, very simple decisions uh, and follow the life of uh, someone who wants to date Colonel Sanders. And is it Colonel Sanders who's an old man that you want to date? Have you not seen him? I haven't seen any of the graphics of this. Okay, so I'm going to show you a picture of Colonel Sanders, uh, if I can just find it in my... Uh, in my Your screenshots here. folder. Yeah, my screenshots. <laughs> Not those ones. <laughs> those are after you escalate a little bit further. Uh, I, I'm going to have to Google it for you. Anyway, uh, it's a dating simulator and it is a marketing exercise. Right. It's what it is. It is, you could say, uh, it is a cynical marketing, marketing exercise. We've never talked about KFC on the show before. We have not. Here we are. Okay, let me show you a picture of <laughs> picture of what Colonel Sanders looks like now. Here you go. There he is. Get lost! <laughs> That's not Colonel Sanders, is it? It is Colonel Sanders. How old is he supposed it's to be? He's got his mouth open a little bit. Is this set in the past? No, it's set right now. That can't be right. What are they going to do next to the bird's eye man? There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing sacred. That. He's going to be in the new Smash Brothers, isn't he? All of them. <laughs> All of them. Right. Jolly I mean, he is handsome. Yeah. He is handsome. Oh, like a food mascot shared universe. Right, yeah. yeah. So, um, basically, it is interesting because it is a, a cynical exercise to sell chicken and get us to mention KFC on the radio show, which we are, just us, to, which we are doing, but it is so brilliantly executed. Oh, fantastic. It is so charming and funny and well-written and dumb, so dumb, but all dating games are dumb, right? And the ones that are successful are the ones that do that knowingly. So things like Hatterful Boyfriend, you know, you know, Dream Daddy as well to an extent. Uh, and, and this is a successful game on those terms. I mean, it's partly successful because the bar for these things is so right. yeah, yeah. appallingly low. Like there are five, uh, you know, uh, you know, softcore anime porn game dating simulators released on Steam every day. That's a speculative number. I'm not counting. Say, yeah, that's I'm not counting. Keeping a, uh, an Excel spreadsheet. No, the reason I know this is because in the evening, what I'll do is I'll go on Steam to have a look what what new has come out under the indie section, and I have to find myself hurriedly scrolling mm. down because yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why. I don't know how that got there. No, exactly. <clears throat> I mean, genuinely. How overtly say. are the marketing messages in it? Then does it like is he always eating and you're going, oh, this is delicious, well, and good value? No, I mean, part of it is you're you're cooking. You know, you're you're cooking the cooking recipes. Together, you're right? at cooking school, and like, it's all you know when it delivers that marketing message it kind of does it in a knowing way like oh we all know we're playing an advert like they've had obviously quite a lot of freedom to play around with it but I I think if this stuff has to exist in the world it's 
it's such a good like it seems like it's got a good heart for, for what right, is a yeah. capitalistic it's free. marketing message and it's completely free and it's I, I found it funny and charming and I'm a vegetarian <laughs> so so 7 out of 10 great Yes, I've also been playing a lot of Alphabet 2. Okay. Uh, do you know Alphabet? I, I do know Alphabet. So Alphabet 2, I think I might have mentioned this on the radio show last week, I'm not sure. And there's no way of checking because the podcast isn't up yet. But uh, if I have apologies, I hope my score hasn't changed. It is so brilliant and charming. It's by one of, in my opinion, the greatest game designers in the world and greatest game developers in the world. But it is a very, very, very free-to-play game. It's a word game where you're looking to spell words with letters and it squeezes you around that to watch adverts, to buy currency or to buy the premium version, ideally all three. Um, It does that in such clever, devious, but also charming ways that I'm still playing it. And I'm very sensitive to this stuff. Normally I would have been driven away. Uh, But it does it pretty, pretty brutally. Anyway, I'm really, really enjoying it, but be aware that if you get sucked in properly you may find yourself buying things I've not yet done that I'm not saying I'm not going to I'm not going to but I might but I won't I won't 7 out of 10 the thing I was talking about uh, that I haven't played is um, I found myself this week- weekend try- upgrading the um, the firmware <coughs> excuse me trying to upgrade the firmware on my iPad mini so that I could play Apple Arcade Right, because that, from what I've seen, the lineup is extraordinarily good for four pounds ninety nine a month. Turns out that if you bought an iPad Mini in two thousand and twelve, you can't upgrade your uh, your operating system to be compatible with uh, Apple. So I looked into buying a new one just to so I could play games for four pounds forty nine. Sorry, four ninety nine a month. Um. They're five hundred pounds. So I'm not going to do that. But then it goes. Oh, do you want to trade one number? I've got one from two, 2012 here. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. What's the serial number? I typed it in. They give me thirty pounds off. Are you kidding <laughs> me? So, so I won't be doing that. But it's the first time ever, ever. I've been Android since day one. This is the first time I have ever been envious of an iOS feature. Mm. They've done a really, really good job of curating that. It's coming to Mac OS, isn't it? I think it. Yeah. And that's when I'm in. Okay. Because I am not an iPhone user. And I do have an iPad. I think it's more recent than that because I kept oh, getting nicked. You get 40 quid off them. Yeah, 40 quid. Um, but I I would far rather play them on Mac. It's an extraordinary range of games for Fortnite. What are you most excited about? Uh, what the Golf? Yep, of course. That was what I was going to say as well. Um, Did you see the cricket one? The go, uh, Cricket Through the Ages. Cricket Through the Ages. Uh, from Devolver. Uh, Tony's Dead End Jobs on there. Yep. Um, the, Charles. Uh, Charles is it's Beyond not, the Steel not Sky. Yet, it's though. not yet. No, Tangle Tower. Uh, from the Snipper Clicks dudes. Um, it's just a, an unbelievable range of what appears. Uh, there's a there's an old, um, I forget what it's called, it looked like uh, a modern take on Chase HQ. Right. Uh, yeah, it looks phenomenal. Yeah. I'm... And then <laughs> Google announced their Play Pass. I know. And it's like, oh, you can play Knights of the Old Republic. You're like, didn't we do this with the Amazon thing they did? Yeah. It just and it's just, isn't it? it's all the games that you've... You already know, passed played yeah. like over the last three yeah. years yeah. oh you can play Monument Valley thanks cool Thank, um, thanks Google that's, <laughs> that's great anyway I'll be over here with all of these new things <laughs> trying to flog my uh, iPad yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yes I am in as soon as Anne adds us to her family of course she said she was going to do it. she said she was going to get Apple Arcade for uh, next maybe week maybe that's so. where she is 
She's gone to Iceland to places Apple Arcade flee the, the Northern Lights. So she doesn't have to put us in a family. Good. We've gone full circle there. We have. How professional. I was listening to uh, somebody who said, oh, that's a good segue, and then described what a segue was. This was on the radio. <laughs> made, me, made me laugh, 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 but uh, I can't remember it, so it's not a very good story. Uh, good to see you. Good to see you too. Uh, any other business? No, don't think so. Uh, we're all going to be back next week. All three of us. I believe that to be the case. That is super exciting. I'll try and get a guest as well. I was thinking about getting George Perkins back on. GP? Yeah. Some of their games are going for lots and lots of money on eBay. Are they? Like extraordinary So if we got him on? Yep. Very good. Yeah. See you next week, listeners. See you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. We're about to play your bail (laughs) fees. See you later. (laughs) 